0: I think they're ready for us, let's get it. So, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next. I'm one of your co hosts. This is Christian Hayes, aka O Shifty. Just wanted to give you all some good content on a Monday. So, happy Monday before the college football championship game comes on tonight, Georgia, Alabama. And there was just a bunch of things that I ended up wanting to talk to everybody about. Um, one of them will be I'll bring up like on Federal Reserve and then we'll talk about my top five cryptos for 2022. And then we'll just discuss Amazon and what they've been doing recently with the COVID. And then Etherprint came out today. Some other things we will talk about the NFL and Black Monday as usual, you know how that ends up going. And then I'll give you my picks for college football tonight. And the Raiders and Chargers, that was the game that we'll end up bringing up. And Klay Thompson, his return yesterday and what they're doing. So we'll kick things off with the big thing, which will be sports and Black Monday, so as everyone knows in the NFL Black Monday is the time when different NFL teams will end up letting go of either their coaches or their GMs. and They start to move in a different direction. So as everyone knows, uh, Urban Meyer was the first one. He got let go a couple of weeks ago and he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they've started to submit requests for permission with different teams to interview like their coordinators and different player personnel. Um, other coaches that did get fired and then GMs that got fired. So Brian Flores from the Miami Dolphins, he got let go today. And that's one that a lot of people have had mixed emotions. Me personally, I thought Brian Flores did do a good job. And there were discussions that Deshaun Watson was willing to waive his no trade clause to end up going to Miami. So I'm curious as to where Brian Flores will end up. I do know he will get another coaching job soon because he was a player's coach and a lot of people did like um, him in Miami. Another one Steve and I talked about, which we did know it was just a matter of time, was Matt Nagy. So Matt Nagy did get let go. And this is something that we did know Ryan Pace as well did get let go out there in Chicago. Um, another one that we brought up that we did speculate, thinking that it was going to happen, was Mike Zimmer. So he was the coach of the Minnesota Vikings. When you have all the weapons that you have in Minnesota, this was one that was bound to happen. They have a lot of expectations and you have all those players, Conklin, Cook, Jefferson. You have Thielen that's still there too, KJ Osborne. There's so many that are there that, and then Alexander Madison. You want to be able to build around that team and bring them into the playoffs. Minnesota has high expectations with the talent that they do have, the new arena they have. Kirk Cousins may not be the answer, I don't think he has enough to take them over the hump. I think that he is an average quarterback and he will continue to let Justin Jefferson put up great numbers and beat a lot of records. But I don't think with the quarterback and coach, they were going to get to the playoffs and win a good amount of the time. I think the first step is with that head coach, letting go of Mike Zimmer, although he was a genuine nice person, a good coach. I think that that was the first step. And now they'll start to be able to see what Kirk Cousins is and is not doing. Another one, and I told Steven, I thought that Judge would be gone out in um, New York Giants, but instead it was their GM that retired. So Dave Gettleman. So this will be an interesting thing as we go into next year as to what they're going to do. Um, Because you have Saquon, you're trying to build around him. Saquon says he wants to be there. So we want to see if he ends up if they build a good team around Saquon and Daniel Jones and what will end up happening. And they do have some weapons and we do, I believe that you build up that offensive line and give Saquon time, give Daniel Jones time. There can be something. I'm not yet sold on Daniel Jones. So we'll see what ends up happening when it comes to Daniel Jones going forward. That was the big things I wanted to end up talking about with, the nfl with the college um with the nfl and then the coach that did get let go wednesday we will end up bringing up the games that are coming up over the weekend on super wild card weekend and then we will end up diving into um what is to come for next year as well i do want to give a shout out to the champion in our league so kicks and bass, aka michelle she did end up winning for our fantasy football league so i got to give kudos to her She did have Amon St. Brown, which is a big one that she did have. So kudos when it comes to her for winning the fantasy football league. She won this year, I won last year. And each year in our league, we have not had a repeating champion. Of course, trash talk is going to start because she thinks she's going to win. But we'll end up seeing um, anyone in that league that's listening to this. Stop picking up Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs because that was my key to success last year. I had Christian McCaffrey, as everyone knows, did not do well because Christian McCaffrey got injured again. So I'm not going to be picking him up regardless if he's the best player out there next year or not. There will be no regrets for me in terms of next year not picking up Christian McCaffrey. I do have my picks, and I'll start to let you guys know going into next year who I end up thinking will be a good selection. Um in terms of fantasy football but the next thing i did want to just touch on super fast was the raiders Chargers game and i was texting steven because he needed one of the teams to lose in order for the Steelers to make it to the playoffs i texted him saying what if they just ended a tie well they were 38 seconds away from ending in a tie the raiders were looking like they were just going to let this game end in a tie and then the game would have been over they both would have made it to the playoffs Chargers, Brandon Staley said, let me just call it time. 38 seconds. Even Justin Herb was like, I really want this game just to end in a tie. I've never wanted it so badly. Then you see some of the players afterwards talking, supposedly speculating, saying that they were telling the other team, yo, we were going to let this game end in a tie. They both go to one. If they both end in a tie, nobody loses. They both get to go to the playoffs. And the AFC West looks good having three teams. But this way, no, it doesn't happen. So I think that's something – Brandon Staley and then the Chargers' um, front office will think about going forward because you saw Derek Carr come back on the field. Like, all right, y'all want to do this shit? We're just gonna end you. Like, we gave you an opportunity just to run out the clock. Everybody would have been happy. So, I think that's something um, for it to go into overtime. And then all it needed was a tie. That would have been a great way for this game to end. And I did choose the Raiders to win. I am very excited that they did win because the season that they had and all that they had to persevere through, it's a huge thing just to see them making it to the playoffs. So big congratulations to Derek Carr and then the whole organization of the Las Vegas Raiders with having their fans and everything there. That's a great way for them to end up going. want to talk about some NBA stuff. Two big things that I want to bring up, got a shout out to the Grizz Nation and the Memphis Grizzlies, what they're doing and John Morant's block. We will talk about that block more on Wednesday, but I just wanted to mention that really fast and how much of growth John Morant has taken each year and the leaps he's taken. And then Desmond Bain with the three-pointers averaging 17.7 points per game. That's another big thing. So big congrats and shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies out there. Another thing I wanted to bring up was Clay Thompson. So, before today, the big news was him coming back. And everyone was very much excited to see Clay Thompson back in the league, just to be able to have him on the court again, the splash fellas. It's been a while. Draymond Green even played for less than a minute, just so we can start with this boys. They've been together a decade. And that's something else that I'm very happy to end up seeing Clay Thompson back on the court. He did score 17 points. On 7 of 18 shootings, so a little rusty, but he did get out there, which was a big thing. Um, In terms of Clay Thompson, the other big thing is he is going to take a portion of his salary in Bitcoin, so he is working with Cash App, and I got to say, big kudos, because now both Splash Brothers are involved in cryptocurrency, you're going to see more people end up doing the same thing. Clay Thompson got money. The man was injured, so he has money to be able to do what he wants to do, and just to take some of his portion in Bitcoin, whether it's for publicity, or even if it's just because it is the right thing to do, I do got to say big kudos for you doing that. We're excited to end up seeing another athlete in cryptocurrency, and it just does help as we go forward. So going over into cryptocurrency, actually, I do want to start touching on a couple of things, whether it is cryptocurrency or even stocks. The first thing is with Unfederal Reserve. So with Unfederal Reserve, the big thing was, um Ryan Medlin was on vacation and he was selling portions of um his ERSDL that he did own and I feel as though a lot more could have been done from Howie and the rest of the team instead of just saying he's on vacation we don't want to bother him I go on vacation and people bother me and call me and ask me questions so I know damn well you guys can absolutely do that not saying I'm more important than him because I'm not they run a multi-million dollar company but you can call him if you see something like that. That's a red flag. Say something. Be like, yo, what the hell is going on? Or can you explain this? So why wasn't this like ramp past us? Don't say, oh, what he does in his personal time is up to him. So that's just something that I think should have been talked through more instead of him being able to just end up doing what he wanted to do and just selling. Because you have all these different investors that are thinking, why did he just sell? What don't we know? And then it tanked the price a good amount. Of course, it, the full impact isn't shown anymore because Bitcoin did pull back, too, so everything is starting to pull back, but that is something that is important, what he ended up doing, and we will be able to see as we move forward what happens, because that is somewhat of a concern for me when you see someone do something like that, and you just wonder, some people did have concerns of, is this the end of the company, or are they still going to be around? So I just wanted to end up touching on that super fast so you guys end up seeing that. The other thing I want to bring up is Amazon did cut their paid COVID leave in half. I'm not going to go too in-depth about that, but it does show that with the CDC changing their guidelines, they did want to lower the amount of paid COVID time off that you do have um, if you work for Amazon. So if you work for Amazon or Walmart, please be safe out there, especially during these times. Uh, The next thing I want to bring up is just some of the top cryptocurrencies for 2022 that I have, and the top NFTs. I do have two top NFTs that I do want to bring up outside of the main ones that everybody knows, but my main cryptocurrency is going into 20, well, in 2022, and we will end up looking back at this. The first one is Unison Exchange. So Unison Exchange, their exchange does release January 14th, so that is something I am excited for, and I do want to see what ends up happening. I've been a part of Unison in exchange as an investor for a minute now. Probably when I went to Mexico last year, that's when we started taking part of this. So it was April, 2021. Um, they're a new exchange that is going to have the liquidity from like Binance on there. It's gonna be a centralized and decentralized exchange. So I'm excited and looking forward to what they end up bringing. Metis is another one there, layer two solution on top of Ethereum that'll help with scalability and cheaper fees. And that's something else I'm very much looking forward to and I believe that they will be up there with Matic aka Polygon um, towards the end of this year and into like next year and as we go f- forward in the cryptocurrency market. So pay attention to ZCX, Metis the next one is Elite Zero. This is one I'm extremely excited for. They're supposed to be a faster blockchain and there's no release date yet on when the exchange will come out but people have been able to purchase their Leap Zero Coins, um, if you're outside of the US, so that's something else I'm curious interested in to see what ends up happening with them. And the final one is Panther Protocol. So this is in the privacy sector, and they do have their token generation event that will be at the end of this month. This is something else that's working with like zk rollups and zero knowledge proofs. So I am excited to see what ends up happening with Panther Protocol as you go forward. So the four I have. Again, just really quick, wanted to let you know about it. It's Unison Exchange, Metis, Belief Zero, and Panther Protocol. And my two NFTs that I want everyone to look into World of Women is a big one. I had the opportunity to interview Yam uh, months ago, and it was just amazing what they're doing over there. Currently, one World of Women NFT does sell for over 3.4 Ethereum. So if you do the math on that, we can just round up. But Ethereum was sitting at um, nine, uh, three thousand dollars. So that's, I would say, about eleven thousand dollars. It'll cost for one world of women, um, NFT. So, congratulations to them for all that they're doing over there. That is huge for them, and I do congratulate all that they're doing over there. The other one I have is Clonex, and they are now under the umbrella of Nike. So, look out for them. Both of those are just. Really important ones and big ones that we will start to see as we move forward in the market. A final congratulations. We just got to give big kudos out to Etherprint. Ticker symbol is ETHP. They had their smooth uh, release of version two today. If you are watching this, you only have three days to end up doing your migration from version one over to version two. Last I did check, the market cap when it was on version one was sitting at $24 million. Yesterday, I did see a high of around $28 million, the market cap was. So a lot of people are responding to the news of Etherprint releasing. It is something that I am excited for. The printer's is about to go on. they are about to go far again and we're excited for it. They worked with Montography OKLG to smooth out that version two. They did also go through with their audits. So they are taking all the right steps to continue to move forward. We're hoping to be able to get one of the base devs on the podcast or do an AMA with him. So we're looking forward to that as well. Uh, that's it for now, I just wanted to end up making this real quick just so you all can have some content and information to look over and listen to we will do the regular one on Wednesday, and then we'll drop that on Thursday for you all, but until then, this is Christian Hayes AKO shifty.